Hello, Nomads. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> Are you there? Uh, Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 17. This is the Nomads of Fantasy podcast, and I am Brandon. I am the host of the show, but I'm also here with Eric. Yo, yo. And Dave. I say what I mean, and I do what I say. Oh, was that? That is. That's right. Yes. I gotta grab a little, grab a little Pacino and throw it in there. Why not? I thought about getting a quote from the movie. I didn't have one. Yeah. Say hello to my little well, friend. Not this one. Wrong movie. <laughs> um, Wrong movie. Yeah, we're we're referen- referencing Heat from 1994. Five. I think this is when the movie came out. Five, I believe. Ninety-five. 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 Yeah, and it's a movie by Michael Mann, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro. Uh, movie, both of them. All stars. It was a first, ridiculous. Well, cast. just the first movie that those those two were in it together. But yes, this movie has right. so many people in it, and uh, we'll get into all that. But usually, we like to catch up. Also, a little behind the scenes here. Um, we're recording this episode a little earlier than in schedule, and. We did the last episode a little behind schedule, even though we're still releasing it on Sundays. <laughs> um, yeah, we we haven't really done too much since we just re- recorded. So on my side, not much. I checked out Quake on Game Pass, and I have a nostalgia for Quake, and it was really cool to go back in time, and it just tickles this like old old memory that dust off this old memory in the back of my head of like playing quake on a computer and here i am so is it like 2021 remastered remastered 60 fps all that goodness or what yeah dude i i went to the settings and i took screenshots and i sent them to you uh where i got the head bob and the the motion blur i am i updated as much as i could and it it was really nice and the in i don't know the the default settings were a bit much um pro tip there uh, go and adjust slow slow some of those those things down but uh yeah that's it i just checked it out i thought that was really cool other than that i just worked on hades and i'm still trying to escape is it online in it or is it just what's that is it just Quake? single player it does like death matches that's, and stuff oh, okay it has single player and all the dlc that came with it or not dlc but nice. the add-ons you know so yeah i went in there got my ass kicked i'm not good at it but i went to <laughs> multiplayer i'm not good there but I just did it because I can and I love it. So thank you, Xbox, for getting Bethesda so I could play Quake on my fucking Xbox One X. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Dave, what what have you been up to? Uh, well, we finished... In the last two days, three days. No, yeah. We finished the Hades cast last time, and I immediately uh, finished the episode and went and started a new run. And for the very first time on my first run after the podcast, I beat Hades. So, uh, that's crazy. It is kind of weird, uh, with the spear, I speared it. Um, yes. But when you get to, after you get to Hades, the first time you meet another God, then when you go back the Mm -hmm. next loop through. So I got a whole bunch of her shit. Um, it's the yep. god of the seasons her or whatever. Are very good. Yeah, it's like yeah. all ice and it slows everybody Meter. down and it's it stacks pretty well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got pretty nasty Sweet. with that one in the spear combo. So that one helped out a ton. But I weirdly, I know we mentioned it before, but I haven't played it since. I've been playing Fallout seventy six since, which is kind of weird. It was Meat Week. 
So I got back into Meat Week for a little bit. I had a whole bunch of unfinished bases that I was just touching up. My kid was watching me for a little bit and is kind of cracking out on uh, there's a cat that goes into space. And it's just like a little side thing that they barely even mention. But Mr. Pebbles is a cat that they send into space and everything fucking revolves around Mr. Pebbles now. So it's a little weird, but I have a four year old asking me to go kill super mutants and stuff now, which is kind of funny. So uh, between those two, that was about all I got in in this short little gap. Well, Heat was a three-hour movie, so sneaking that <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> hey, we should watch Heat. That That's in, right. Within three days. Hey, did you realize it's three hours? Oh, God. <laughs> what about you, Eric? Yeah, what did we do? Uh, I didn't do too much, but I, I got a, snuck in a couple more Hades runs. Um, I definitely want to keep going with that, kind of see through to some of the more endgame stuff. Now that I'm kind of in a groove starting to I mean, it opens up apparently that's what my buddy said is it the 10 runs do they all have to be like with specific weapons or is this just 10 times through no matter what you're doing pretty sure it's just 10 times through um and then okay. you get another yeah. i don't i don't know i haven't been spoiled so i don't know what comes after that but i know you hit 10 runs and something happens like something opens because when I beat Hades the first time, I like there's a good chunk of story that happens after that that kind of ties in the loops and mm-hmm. you know I didn't specifically mention it ten times, but they kind of build in a story mechanic where like you have to get out of Hades multiple times in order for the story yep. to progress, which is kind of cool. Yep, and each time you get out, you get a little bit more of that story. Um, okay, so I'm still up to my four escapes, and yeah, I'm really interested in the story and kind of where it's going to go because it's starting to uncover more and more stuff in like Zagreus's past and everything. So it's really cool. Um, but other than that, I downloaded uh, some skate on Game Pass. I love me some skate. Ooh. The or- original? Oh, the original. They put the OG? OG one on Game Pass a couple Good weeks ago. Sweet. I was checking it out. Um, it's, you know, it's fun, but some of the, I feel like the skate two and three are kind of outshine it as far as mechanics go um it was i mean it was their first attempt at the the skate franchise and i i have a lot of nostalgia for that game but i can definitely see its age a little bit it still feels good but um i mean it's it came out in 2007 sure. so at this point it's it's 14 oh, it's years old yeah so um that one's fun and then my last one oh boy i finished 12 minutes um and i don't know this game i have a lot of mixed feelings about uh i don't i mean without getting into spoiler territory can you at least talk about the ending because it's like kotaku had an article and i shared that with you and you before that were even just saying like that ending well first of all didn't really hit land well with you just some of the some of the shit you have to do to progress in loops is so obtuse. Like I just got stuck. I ended up just looking at a guide because I just wanted to get through and see the end. Um, and I don't know. It's just in the late game, you have to do the, the loops over so many times and you have to do such specific things that if you like mess up one tiny little thing, you got to do the entire loop over again. Mm-hmm. So it got really, really tedious at the end trying to. Get and it hurt. It sucks to hear that on a Game Pass game because if you, it's like going back to the episode of game, or the Game Pass episode, where like, what is it doing to the industry? And it's like, I don't think I'm gonna get. I might try it one more time, but it, I might be done. Mm-hmm. And 
it sucks because it seems like they spent a good amount of effort in development. Listen, yeah, I mean, right, making this game. This game was Man, just, had an, it turns me off. Had game a, Pass, I have no investment. I'll just bounce out. Yeah, yeah, the game had a rough development. I mean, it was in development for six years, um, so that's a that's a pretty long time for a small indie game that only takes three four hours to complete. Um, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts as far as the dialogue and everything, but even some of that, it's not like perfect and polished. Like there's a lot of like sequence breaking stuff. Like you can, I don't know, you'll be talking to your wife about something super heavy and serious. And then you can just go back and be like, oh, you want to dance now? It's like, it's so (laughs) dissonant. Oh yeah. It's it's just very weird. Um, I mean, it's 25 bucks, Brandon. Would you have even bought it? If it wasn't on Game Pass, no, no. There you go. I mean, that's not a game I would buy. Unless I know, unless I, it, it got like weird. stellar reviews, like ten out of tens, then I don't think I would have bought it. I bought or no, yeah, I bought uh, Firewatch, knowing that that was a five-hour effort. It's a walking simulator, but it's like it's a, a gorgeous-looking game. It's a gorgeous. It's like everything about it is just fantastic. So, yeah, I, I can do that, and that was indie, and that much. I don't know. I just. I knew that loop was going to annoy me and I feel like it's going to make or break the experience for you, right? Like you're going to like it or not. Oh yeah. And like to me, eh. to be honest, I mean, without going into spoilers, the story is not worth seeing to the end. Like it just falls super flat and it just, the more I think about it, the more it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Like the, really looking forward to like finishing 10? that one now. Like what would you give it? I don't know. Uh, Like a six, maybe out of 10. If the ending didn't happen the way it did and you were almost at the end and you're trying to figure it out, what would you have rated it? You mean if like the story paid off in the end? The, without it, No, just like it, before the ending like dropped oh. the ball for you when you were in it, when you were in um, it and you're actually working on the game. I, I don't still the same. Probably the same because like, okay. like I said, I'm not I haven't really been a, ever really good at point and click adventure games because I feel like I always get so stuck. Like I just don't know what to do. And then I end up having to like look at a guide or something, um, which whatever I'm not, I don't typically look at guides. The piece of purpose. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. But guys are lame. Read this, do that. Like, why am I playing the game then? That's, I mean, the only point of looking at a guide for this one is because I wanted, I was interested enough in the story to want to see what happens at the end, but then it just completely let me down at the end and ugh, I don't know. By the end of it, I, no, I had no. a very sour taste in my mouth. Um, I would say it's a very, it was very, it had some big ideas, but bad execution. Um, is this the first game by that studio, by the way, before we wrap that up? Is it like, I think it was the um, one, the one guy was the one made that other stuff before. Don't one guy know, was the one yeah. that he worked at a couple different game studios before and he had it as like a tech demo and then he's kind of right. Got it going from there, basically. After a couple of years, he got some funding to do it. All right, we'll give him a break. Seems like... Yeah, he was a designer that learned how to code, basically, he'll... while he was making the game, which is okay. pretty impressive mm-hmm. for one guy. I don't know how many the yeah the studio actually got up to, but... Uh, right. I know that was pretty small, but... I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. under developer for 12 minutes, it just says the guy's name, Louis Antonio. Um mm. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sh- cool intro though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the artwork is for the show again. Like I said, some good ideas there. Um, I like the time loop aspect, but I don't know. It just got very frustrating. Um, and I th- I think I would have had a better experience if I played it like on 
with a mouse and keyboard or something like on xbox it's not ideal totally with the analog Switch stick screen, dragging iPad, the cursor something. around um yep but yeah i will say i i finished this game i um i was just laying in bed and i wanted to i was thinking about it and i'm like yeah i just want to finish this and i booted up xcloud um that's the first time i tried xbox's streaming service so you just boot up yep. your browser go to xbox.com slash play yep and you can basically play any game pass game streaming um that's pretty cool and now they, yeah and it worked pretty well i, th- I would say it, it works well for a game like this like anything fast-paced or twitchy it's not Slower. really gonna work but yeah single player right. like um adventure game it was kind of perfect for that so that was cool uh i just thought i'd throw that in there but okay that's all i got well let's let's just get into the movie so let's take a break and then we'll, we'll talk about some heat Okay, we're back and we're gonna be talking some heat da- who picked this movie dave did I you did. pick this movie i did because it was one that i okay. i mean i like those well, like old gangster movies i know gta 5 pulled a lot from this game movie after oh we'll get into that. that when you made that reference but, i was like i couldn't get it out of my head i got a whole <laughs> yeah. list of uh but this was one none of us had seen before so i thought that was a good one to pick this has although been i didn't realize how, while, too. how long it was but whatever it was good yeah, it was long. All right. Well, thanks for picking it. And Eric, I usually have you kind of do the plot. This time, I'm actually not going to say shit. I'm going to let you just do a quick <laughs> rundown of the plot. And then yeah. let's just talk more about yeah. other things. Yeah, go. so go for it. I was going to say, I want to make it a, a, a relatively quick summary just so we can kind of get into the nitty gritty of some of the, the characters and everything. Um, but basically, you have this crew um, starting out at the beginning, planning this... Uh, truck heist um this armored truck heist and this new guy well first of all let's just lay out the characters here you got neil mccully which is robert de niro um chris is val kilmer val kilmer michael is tom sizemore um and that's like the main crew you got and then you have treo which is danny treo which is funny he's the driver um so they bring on this new guy named wayne grow for the for the truck heist and basically everything's going according to plan. But then this dude, Wayne grow kind of is holding up the cops, um, the guards, to the armored truck. And he thinks one of them's trying to make a move. So he basically shoots him and then they end up killing all the cops and getting away. Um, and that's kind of the catalyst for a lot of what happens later in the movie. Um, like, I mean, since it wasn't just a, simple uh i mean not simple but a robbery it turned into like a homicide triple homicide as well so you know you got the lapd hot on their tail um and you got lieutenant vincent Hanna, uh played by al pacino is leading the operation trying to track these guys down and um figure out who uh did this uh crazy crime so that's i mean that's kind of the main um plot and basically just Throughout the movie, um, Pacino and uh, Robert De Niro are kind of playing a cat and mouse game of, you know, uh, 
Pacino's always hot on uh, De Niro's tail and they're kind of going back and forth. Like at one point they kind of meet up and just acknowledge that each other is like, you know, a master craft at each of their disciplines. Like Pacino's a, a master investigator and De Niro's a master, uh, you know, crew leader, heist organizer, all that stuff. So, but yeah, I, I feel like we should just get into some more of the the specific scenes and character interactions um because that's kind of the the groundwork there that we're working with for this movie right so thank you for doing that and uh when we look at heat it's we picked it because none of us have seen it but we know it's one of those movies like shit if we're gonna do a podcast where we you know talk about movies or pop culture and make references you got to at least know some of the big ones, right? And when it comes to uh, heist movies, th- they say this is like one of the top five easily, right? Oh, yeah. He is m- many people's number one heist movie. It's always in that um, conversation when I hear, yeah, anything about heist or movies. Or cop movie, dra- yep. cop drama. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I think if you're a big fan of uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, uh, of course you're going to see this. Like I said, how this is like the movie they get together. Uh, which I, I, did you notice? So in the, when I, my description of this movie was like Al Pacino versus uh, Robert De Niro, right? Yep. Um, and they're both good at what they do, and it's a gentleman's game and the life that they live, and like they they're they're really good at their job, but they they kind of want to be normal, but they can't because of, it's like what he like it's what Al Pacino's character says at the end, where it's like, um, oh God, he, he like repeats what his wife says in the hospital when they're waiting for Natalie Portman to uh, heal or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I am. I am what my next, what I'm going after or something like that. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. And that something sums up lines. these two guys, right? It sums up even like some of the other guys too, but those two are like, they're, they're opposite sides of the coin though, basically. But they, but they meet in the middle of the movie. They together, like the whole time you see, you're, you're following both of their stories. There's a lot of mirroring. Like you could tell when they're like, okay, backstory time, or not backstory, but like, oh yeah, outside of them being criminals, what do they got going in their life? And you would see one by one, back and forth, what everybody's dealing with in their life. Then like an action scene would happen. Then it would go back and do this. You could see the pattern. But in the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, they just go and have coffee. These two big powerhouses, <laughs> like in Hollywood. This is what they do. Let's have coffee together. And it's just kind of like a gentleman's like head nod. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, well, I respect funny. that. All I right, laughed I at that, that part because like Pacino. Very weird. Pacino comes home from work and his wife's like his like Pacino's got the family that's like on the marriages on the down. And uh, De Niro is like he's lonely and he wants he wants some sort of companionship or something throughout the movie. So they're kind of on opposite trends of, you know, their relationships. But. Pacino gets home. Which I liked. His, I thought that was his really wife cool. is leaving, and he's just like, "All right, fuck it. I'm gonna get into a helicopter. I'm gonna chase this thing, and I'm gonna land, get in a car, and hunt him down." Like, like man, you just like the LAPD spares no expense mm-hmm. for this fucking guy. This is going all over, but yeah. If you oh, yeah. want Al Pacino, man, this is an Al Pacino movie. He is in character. I don't think he's like being. He's not. He goes hard, Hannah, at all. He's just Al Pacino. He is just Al. Pacino, dude, it was great seeing that though. I oh, yeah. honestly I think Robert De Niro really owned this movie. I thought his performance was like killer. I thought he looked cool. I thought I liked how he was really struggling 
with this thing he's addicted to of being a career criminal where Pacino just showed up. It's like, all right, we're doing it. You know, just like <laughs> Pacinoing it up, man. I don't know. Maybe that's De Niro's style is to not talk much. And Al Pacino's like very like, dude, he's a clown. Could you imagine this guy running the show? Oh, we're going to go have the burgers tonight, fellas. Grab your coats. Like he just says the most random shit. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Like, mm-hmm. what is this guy doing? He is intense. I would lose my shit if I met this guy in real life. <laughs> and he's like shorter than everybody. And the cameraman's yeah. trying his best to make sure that he's like not as short because he's standing next to like really tall people. Well, that's um, funny. I never noticed that. That's pretty good. Yeah, he, he's only 5'8". Um, dude, I was looking at this, the cast in this movie, and I think everybody knows this, but like, when was the last time you saw a movie where like, just about everybody is somebody? And oh, yeah. you, you know their names. It's like up Hank and down. Zari is in here. Uh, we had like uh, Natalie Portman. The Allstate guy. John Voight. Allstate guys in there. Yeah, Dennis Haysbert. Yeah. He's uh, President Palmer to me from 24. But Yeah, dude. So many characters. Do you think all the characters hurt or help this movie? It seems like, I mean, it's well regarded, but do you have any concerns that there's just too many characters that you don't give a fuck about anybody? I didn't care about anybody except. Really? I was the opposite. The kids. Because we're looking at it. We're looking at it from, I don't know, how many years? How long ago was this? 95? So what? 25? 26 20, years 26 ago. 26 years so like sure. back in '95, like obviously Henry Rollins was Henry Rollins, but he's in there. Danny Trejo was probably wasn't as big as he is now. Natalie Portman's just a little kid, mm-hmm. so you know. But I mean, this is kind of the heyday for you know Pacino, De Niro, Ashley, Ashley Judd, John Voight is in there. I know that was crazy, but yeah, a lot of these guys. Like, looking at it from in hindsight, I think a lot of these people are much bigger than they were back then, but. Tone, tone, uh, I made me, tone it made me miss Val Kilmer. <laughs> I know that threw me off. I heard the voice and I'm like, is that fucking Tone Loke? And I had to look up the IMDb on that. But <laughs> a lot of these guys, like, I mean, I miss Val Kilmer. Where's he been? Like, he's I love Val Kilmer. He got overweight and alcoholic and he's just not in stuff anymore. He goes apparently in poor health now these days, but like he was, he's a badass in this movie. And I guess if we're going to talk about story, like, do we, do we get to the, Endings, or do you want to hit some of the middle spots first? Oh, we can talk about whatever you want. I mean, people have had time to see this movie. I don't think this, we're just going to talk about heat in general, just as a whole. It's it's a it, like it's a big movie, like right. A lot of people know about it as being like a big heist movie. It has all these actors in it. Uh, there was a lot of money thrown at it. It's a big deal. It's just 2021. Let's talk about. I, honestly, I'm. I think it's fucking overrated. I think this movie is completely overrated, or it's just not oh, for wow. me. So I don't want to ruin this Ooh. conversation. I'm more interested in you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I think it, I'm. I don't, it wasn't a movie for me. Honestly, I'm not that impressed. I mean, but it's a, it's a heist movie. I kind of I knew going into when they're setting up for their final their final bank robbery or whatever. I'm like, at least three of four people are not making it out of this, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I mean, obviously, stuff goes really wrong really quickly when they're specifically walking out of the bank, and that that whole shootout in the streets when they're leaving the bank is just fucking. Dude, that scene was awesome. The opening scene with the truck, and then that scene. I I will give you that. Those I wish the movie had more of that. That's not. It's like what you said, Eric. Where this is more of a drama. Yeah, I didn't know much going about 
into this movie about it at all, other than that it was a heist movie, but it turned out to be more of like a character drama. It's really focused on the characters um, and their backstories and their motivations and, you know, how they're all intertwined and everything. Um, and I really liked that part of it. Um, the action stuff was good, but I was definitely invested in a lot of the characters. Um, I mean, mainly, obviously, uh, Neil and Vincent, but Chris had a really good side story too. the whole thing with his wife and his kid, um, how he, you know, he, it seemed like they were all just trying to make like one last big score so they could, what was take care of cares? Who cares about Chris? Who cares? Okay, yes, he has a wife I loved and Chris. he has a kid. He was great. Dude, what do you mean? Val Kilmer's character was boring as fuck, dude. He didn't say shit. He was I thought he was very flat. I didn't care about his character at all. When and then like he he it's gets like the... away at the end and they like don't know what he looks like. I'm sorry, he got a haircut. He didn't change his face. And it was just a I he didn't He died his think hair that... too, don't worry. But it was well, just they... like I mean, he's a very never distinct really... look. It's Val yeah, Kilmer. He's the handsome blonde-haired man. I mean, Listen, come on, that's you just know what that that's guy looks mo- like. That's movies for you. But um, I just, I, okay, I do... like, I don't, what was the relationship that he had with him? It seemed like they don't get along. I didn't spend any time with that character. Well, they're old care. heist buddies. Like, because you know so that we he just had to fight take with that, the wife. They told us, and he ends sure. up at he ends up at De Niro's house after like going out and getting shitty. And you know that he's a fucking he's got a gambling addiction because he keeps blowing all of his like heist money on super bowls and he's whatever but we didn't see it we didn't see the time when he had the money and made the bad choice it's all retrospective it's always like post that's why i'm saying like this whole movie for me fell flat because i i don't see the struggles it just seems like everything's post and i'm just seeing them living in the world that they they've they've made but i didn't get to see them make those bad choices like um I don't know. We've seen movies where like they they have the opportunity to get out, and then they don't. Now, obviously, that happens with De Niro's character at the end when he goes to the car and he's just like, "This is this is the decision." I talked about it like four times in this movie that you have to be able to walk away. Well, they all had away. They all had an opportunity to get out when they were getting ready to do that big bank heist. They were all they had that scene where they're all like, "We got a lot of heat, you know, on us." Name of the movie, (laughs) and. They named, they made said heat like eight times during the movie too. It was funny. I laughed every time. De Niro repeated his quote that he's like, "Oh, some guy told me to never get attached to anything, and you know, dr- you have you have you have to have stuff that you can drop in everything in thirty seconds when you feel like the heat's around the corner." Um, he repeated that like ten times, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, you had that scene where they're they're all trying to decide like, "Oh, do we want to do this bank heist?" And they had. There they had the opportunity to cut and run and kind of escape home free. But I mean, that's a pretty pervasive theme in this movie is like um, obsession and addiction. They're all addicted to the. Yeah, but know, they're also criminals. The they murder. They kill people. It's not like they're just like addicted to like the money and the thrill. They straight up shoot people and kill. like I don't care about any <laughs> of De Niro's. People. They're not doing it in cold. Well, I mean, I guess they are doing it in cold blood, but they're doing it as you know, they view it as a job, not as like malicious. Like they're these are humans' people. lives that they're just throwing away, and you're telling it's me just... you care about them because they have a wife and kid. Like I don't care. You just took out somebody's like wife or sister. Like what are you talking about? Again, like the only one that made me think is that like I cared about is De Niro's because he tries to avoid it. He really does. You don't see him making the moves. I mean, until somebody does it. Like he's so much more articulated. 
Yeah. I mean, that I don't d- see Sizemore's character going around like, oh, I want to get out, but uh, and he, and he just glances at the city and thinks about it. No, he he's was just, barely in right. it at all. He's just like, but the, all like, these guys as far are, as backstory. I think a lot of people are just assistant characters to De Niro versus uh, Pacino. Well, yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. they're they're the main set piece. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are the big ones. But you could have taken like 10 characters out and given them more time. Like, uh, that it was a Hayfield or who's the guy? You want the movie to be six right? hours long? No, but like, if you're going to introduce <laughs> characters, make me care. And I didn't care. I, I cared about well, like, even, some, but I don't know. I got to keep my mouth even shut. Even Dennis <laughs> Haysbert, the, the black mm-hmm. Allstate driver. Um, I liked him. Like, you, got, you get a little bit of his backstory. And like, you know, I felt bad for the guy because, you know. He's taking shit by being at work, and he's getting and that woman, his, yeah, his wife or girlfriend, girlfriend by that yeah. fucking yeah. cook guy. Yeah, and she says that like, uh, but like, I'm so proud of you. He's like, why are you proud of a loser like me? But she's like, because you're doing it. Like that's all. That's the thing, right? And then he gets signed up the second after the guy, like uh, Trejo, like says, I, I'm being, I can't, I can't, I gotta back out. I'm being tracked. And then they scoop him up like five seconds later, and then he just dies later, and like they just wrap up his story so quick it's like the time that like a man cries and like we start to care about this guy it just seemed like a throw like he was just used just i don't know i didn't and trejo man if you're a person of color i don't want to go crazy in this but like i feel like you didn't get you just got like taken out way quicker than like other people and i like that kind of like trejo is a cool character next thing you know we walk into his apartment dead on the floor or dying on the floor you know, like the the prostitute girl. And that you're one was dead weird the, to me scene. too because yeah, just like what the heck? If you're not one of these guys, you're like like Trejo got killed. Like the cops were on him too. Shouldn't the cops have been like protecting him or following him? I, unless the cops were the ones that murdered him. But I assume it was Henry Rollins and yeah, it was Van, Van Zandt Zant that that Wayne caught up to ratted him. him out to them. But, yeah, right. Yeah, the Wayne girl guy like. You can tell from the very first scene when you see him, like this shit. guy's a fucking yeah. scumbag. You can tell that he doesn't fit in with the rest of the crew, like immediately, oh, yeah. because I don't know. He's got that Trevor from GTA mm-hmm. Five. Like they pretty much cloned Wayne Grow and turned him into All a right. meth head. Can we? Yeah. Since There's you brought Trevor, that up, so. can we talk about this? I have a feeling that sure, sure. I have a feeling that um, Dan Hauser is a really big fan of this movie, writer on GTA Five. I I was writing down all these parallels that I was seeing. The movie takes place in L.A., Los Santos, same thing. Um, I mean, there's, sure. a, mm-hmm. there's a guy named Michael in the crew, but obviously the analog for Michael is De Niro in this movie. He's a white Italian guy, um, and he's like the mastermind yes. of the of the group. Um, you got Donald, which is the driver at the end anyways, token black guy. Franklin is also the driver in GTA. Uh, like Dave just said, Wayne Grow is like a trailer trash redneck white supremacist dude. Um and then you got the like the heist went wrong and they all got locked up. But this was obviously yeah, before um, you got this one blew my mind. You had Kelso, which was the tech guy in the wheelchair. And you have Lester. Yep. In yes, GTA five. I saw that. I that one jumped out. And yeah. So there's like so yeah, many that's, parallels. That's a good point. Between that and GTA five. It's like GTA five is basically heat the video game which I thought was really funny because there's clearly a lot of inspiration from this movie. Yeah. It does make me want to go play it again too. Yep. I feel like you always have to have like a, a like a, a Latino uh, sidekick if you're going to have like a cop show. Am I wrong? I feel like I see that a lot in movies or is that not a thing? Well, I don't know. Like I'm thinking like, yeah, uh, I feel like it was more common back in the day. Yeah. Well, I can think of some movies, but like even in uh, Breaking Bad, 
Like, there's just, like, <laughs> you know, there's, like, the rowdy white guy who's just like, come on, we just got to break the rules a little bit to do the job. And then, like, you got this clean-cut, like, Latino guy or Native American or something, like, sidekick. I feel like I've seen that. And it's, it's like, true. did this movie it's create true. a lot of tropes? Is this one of those movies where, like, this is where the tropes come from because of a movie like this? Probably. <laughs> you know? Have you seen, uh, let's see, End of Watch um, with Jake Gyllenhaal and forgot what that other guy's name was oh, but he was a lat- I, he had a latino partner yeah. i forgot his name but that was a rough one to watch the ending of that is really sad but i heard it was bad yeah that's why i didn't watch that one yeah so okay so you go back to the emotional part of this movie what was like the heaviest part other than like obviously like a kid trying to commit i mean suicide. that like that's fucking heavy you know and stuff but yeah that was pretty heavy that was sad like why why was that even in there though? She had two why was scenes. that part of the movie She's just like, mommy, where's my books? Yeah. My, or so like, where's something? Oh, she's bipolar. Two, like, she goes into the car. Wait, she's bipolar? I don't know. Why else was she just like, freaking out? Why was she like, so? <laughs> no, I didn't get that part. I thought she was just. I mean, the I feel environment like she was racing. But yeah, I didn't really. I like I had, I had no idea why she was in his hotel room. Like why she was there. Why she was trying to commit suicide. They like, mentioned it that she like ran away and uh, went to pacino's hotel room because she wanted to be there um but yeah i don't know that was weird i feel like that hold on pacino can walk in oh go ahead i i feel like they like you you are right brandon they didn't give her really enough screen time for you to really care um that much i mean they gave you a little like a too many they give you enough of a backstory that you get the idea that she you know she's had a pretty rough childhood but I think it was just it was just more for Pacino. It's just oh, like yeah. the shit that Pacino has. I, a lot of characters are supporting Pacino, and a lot of characters supporting De Niro. I think that's all these. I think that's what this movie is. Personally, that's my hot take on it. That like we're only supposed to care about her enough. Oh yeah, because we really got to care about Pacino. Pacino's like literally yeah, in the fucking waiting room, right. and then he gets a pager. He's like, he's like, you cheated on me. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to save this world. I just saw like a 16 year old girl prostitute that just got like killed by a serial killer. I'm after like this guy who's probably smarter than me, uh, and I just found, you know, my stepdaughter uh, dead or almost dead in uh, from killing her or trying to kill herself in our bathtub. You know, all this is for Pacino. So I when mean, Pacino has to kill De Niro at the end, yeah, you care so that way De Niro goes. If I'm going out, I'm glad it was you. <laughs> I, just, I just like, it's just. Oh, the hand holding thing at the end was a little weird. Um, that was, yeah, it was a, a little cheesy, but. But it's, yeah, I, I mean, mean, everything kind of builds Pacino up as like the good guy. Like the guy that Like when the, the black Pacino. No, he's not a good guy. Not. Why? Because he's a, he's a cop that's so into his oh. work that he completely fucks up I'm all sorry. his marriages I'm and sorry. all his. Yeah, you're thinking De Niro. Yeah, I, but like I was gonna say, when but he finds the when he finds the black hooker that gets murdered, like he's the one that's like hugging the mom that's trying to get in and he's the man, dude. He has the and weight then, of the world like on his is. shoulders. He is so into literally, but he walks into his apartment and doesn't notice that he has a soaking or his like hotel room. He didn't notice that floor was soaking wet. The, it's like he must have been he, yeah. he must have yeah. been thinking I saw that first time. he must have been somewhere else because he's like walks into a Bay Area and he's like. Oh, we're on, we're on show, boys. And he's just like, yeah, these are good. Yeah. <laughs> like he could pick that up, but he walks into a hotel room with a soaking wet floor and he doesn't notice that. So I don't know. But I think he his head was elsewhere. And his wife, his wife sucked. Well, he created her. He, she, they, they obviously got married for love. 
um, all that stuff, and she's just been. She knew what she was getting into, though. D- but you do, Going but back you to don't. Brandon, your your question about the heaviness. I mean, this entire movie is a modern day tragedy. Like nobody gets a happy ending, even except like, for Val Kilmer. Chris, no, my man. No, think about it. He's not. He didn't get a happy ending. He can never see his wife and kid again. Well, like he didn't die, no, but because she does, she says you listen, have to walk yeah. away. She she did the gesture on the hand, and he's like, yep. "All right, good on her too." That's better than Pacino's broad. Nor she she's she's like, "Oh, I just banged some dude," and then she's at the hospital like later that same evening, and she goes to she's like, "Can we work this? Or you think we can work this out?" I'm yeah, like, "She's messed, oh, motherfucker! You just you just bang some other dude as like revenge." But we don't know anything about Pacino, her. like, and then you're asking him to work it right. out we, again. We don't know like, anything about yourself. her because she's just suffering because Al Pacino, like, is all we care about. We follow him around. We don't follow her around. We just see her in scenes, and it's just like, well, yeah. And I get he's distant and stuff, but she knows like what he does, like. Talked about like the crackhead putting a baby in the microwave. Like, this is the shit I deal with. Like, you think I'm gonna come home and be like happy dad and go to soccer practices and shit like that? No, like I got. Well, that's the reason why he can't make any of his marriages right, his work. Third marriage, yeah. because he's so yeah. engrossed and obsessed with his work that he can't get close to anybody because you know he's not able to give anything back. Like he's so drained by everything else, you know, his work and everything that he has nothing left to give to anybody else and that's that's another it's a parallel with uh de niro's character too like he's it so is. obsessed with with revenge and like at the end he left Edie to you know because well they were at the end you know they he knew he wasn't escape. getting out they had her. this out they're right they were home free they were going to the airport what um, a dumbass if he would have just kept driving but then he gets the call from nate and says he knows where wayne grow is and you could just see, like, after that call in his eyes, like, you knew he was going to go back. Like, you knew he was going to turn around. He couldn't let he couldn't let that loose end go. I know you can't let the guy live, but why not, like, you know, you get out of the country and make some phone calls and have Nate have somebody fucking murder him or have something. like Because you don't, he's selfish and obsessed. You don't have to do it himself. That was, that was dumb. That was just dumb on his own part. But one, th- one part, <laughs> I, like, I didn't really believe... Like that whole relationship he had seemed like paper thin. Like he met this chick like, oh yeah, twice. He met her at the bar the one time, and you know they went back, got busy. Like he might have gone after the dinner and met up with her once or twice, but like I mean they probably only dated a handful of times, and then that's why I don't care. I don't care. Why? Why should I care about her? He just. I mean, once she once she got the whole Edie thing was just garbage. I mean, once she got involved with him and she, then she found out the truth, she knew she couldn't really leave because like she could have she's, she's in it. She's in it now. Like she's she has in, no connection to who him. he is. Yeah. But if she, if someone found out that she knew, you know, or was in cahoots with him, someone could take advantage of that. And I don't know, know. to get uh, to she could have she could have gotten she could have gotten away. And the, the weird thing is like. I mean, I she guess sees the, the end, thing she probably did get away after the Nero just left her standing there. Wow, well, I'm sure Pacino hunted her down, but after uh, after the bank heist or whatever, uh, she sees it on the TV and she finds out that like he's not a salesman. Oh, you just murdered like 30 cops in the middle of the streets and stole like 15 million dollars or whatever like that. And she tries to run away or whatever, and then he, then he hits her with like the cheesiest line. I forget. I got it look this up I forget what it was but he's like 
I know no matter where I go, I'll always be alone if I don't have you. And then she just fucking, she's like, yep. all right, whatever, I, sure. Yeah, I couldn't take the romance scenes with the, all of with those the blues scenes, guitar and I know music. I was like, yeah, the music there was so cheesy. Yeah. They spent like 60 million bucks on this movie. They probably spent like 30 bucks on the movie, 30, 30 bucks on the music. It's all just like the, the cheesiest garbage, like saxophone slow jams or whatever, like for all those scenes that was that was pretty bad. I I wasn't a big fan like, of those. Like we we talked about Die Hard, nineteen eighty eight, and we had nothing but praise for that movie because it owned up to being an amazing action movie that <laughs> stood out from the rest, and it holds up. It holds up. It's like that is a fucking ride. Enjoy that shit. It's charming. It's got cool. Start it has a lot of characters there. in it. Yeah. I don't know. I like I don't care about them, but I, I I I enjoyed it. This movie is a fucking drama that was almost three hours long, and I cared a little bit, but like. I didn't like I don't know the characters I got attached to they got no attention and that sucked you know like the Allstate guy I liked where he was going and I just it really annoyed me that he just stands up for himself takes on this job and then he just gets like shot unceremoniously and maybe that's the point. That's why it's so sad. But like, it's not sad because I don't know anything about it. Because like, he had one scene to be sad. Oh, like you're like, why are you proud of me? You know, and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, there's a couple. Him getting the job. Him getting degraded by the fucking line cook guy. Yeah, he was trying dick to him for. He was trying to do good for himself. He was trying to do good for himself, and then um fucking de niro's character walks back into his life right and then it just shows up people can be used the end of him you know that's use all like left and right and all that stuff no exactly. i know and then, like i get that but it's just like i don't know like what works and doesn't work for me i guess is that halfway through this movie half the cast basically gets killed off right and there's still like a whole half of the movie to go right that's what i saw after the bank robbery there's still like yeah. an hour left it was like an hour yeah. left yeah so yeah. you know a lot of people get killed off there and then towards the end, then they, 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 they finish off the rest. But it's like you have all these. I don't know. I don't know. Too, I think there's too many characters. I wanted to care more about some. And the ones I, I was teased with some and they just didn't have enough story for me to be like, all right. Like, I will not think about this movie tomorrow. But other movies I'll watch and I'll, I'll like I'll think about like, oh, what a sad. Like a sad ending. or something. Yeah, there wasn't like any like a. Uh... Any brain busters, like the end of Akira or some shit like that. Like, it's not something that, you know, you're going to go read the Heat book or something like that afterwards. But, I mean, it's I was thinking of it in a way of, like, how, I mean, De Niro, sure, all these guys were his friends, but they're expendable to him. Like, it's it's all about self-preservation for him. Like, it's him before anybody else. Val Kilmer's character? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, If it was him or Chris, he would definitely choose himself. For sure. Like, all right, 100%. I guess. Oh, he didn't have to go get him during the str- during the street gun down. His buddy gets shot. It just shot seemed like he had a soft he spot for him. Kind of, he, he puts himself in danger to get Chris out of that. He was after his wife which, and said, yeah, with the Ashley Judd character, right? And she's like, "You got to forgive him." Of this yeah, moment. and he went over. I don't he care went over to check this. on the wife. Yeah, he's like, but you know, for the kid, for you know, like you just just forgive him one time. You know, stuff. He didn't have to do that. I just keep going back. He, yeah, he definitely. Did, uh, had some special treatment for Chris, but I mean, he kept going back to that his fucking mantra of like drop everything in thirty seconds. You feel the heat coming around, so like he he would have dropped Chris on a dime and took off. Some, I think towards the end of it, I don't know. Some of the there was some plot armor that kind of got into it, like like they're all 
they're all on the news. They've got pictures of them. They know who these people are. Right. Fucking De Niro doesn't change his like he's wearing the same suit, wearing the same face, same hair the entire movie. Doesn't put on a pair of glasses, doesn't put on a baseball hat or something to try and disguise himself. He looks always the same suit. Exactly like his mugshot. Yeah. So <laughs> when he goes into the he goes to kill the guy at the hotel, uh Wayne Girl, he basically walks in. He put in on the, a security. He uh, walks vest. in the back door, like he's wearing a black suit and a white shirt and he's like oh i'm gonna put on a disguise i'm gonna put on a blue shirt and a blue like a blue suit and i'm like dude you look like the exact same guy with a fucking suit coat on why don't you could have chosen a chef's hat you could have chosen fucking housekeeping garb i mean nobody really knows what he looks like except pacino and like wayne grow well i'm sure that's all over the news well, he had a mask. He had a mask on for the bank heist, so nobody saw his face. He's running down the street with a AK, just like gunning down cops. I'm sure they they nobody got his, saw his face. They know it. They know it. But <laughs> the, like his lack of disguises, I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Where he's just walking around as himself, like all the time. Like even uh, Chris or whatever, he like cut his hair, dyed it or whatever, so they couldn't recognize him when he got pulled over when he went to go get his family or and whatnot. But I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just some movie, it was, uh, it was magic weird. for you. He's like, oh, he looks like De Niro everywhere he goes. Dave, when Wayne oh. when Wayne grows like in his bathrobe at that uh, hotel at the end, right? Is, yeah. wh- why was he there? Was he under police protection or what was that? What was that? Why was he there? And how did De Niro? Know I think how to he find was him? just. I think he was just there to hide out or he was whatever. Hiding out. The cops. Yeah, the cops were. Out. The cops were surveilling him, but he wasn't there under mm-hmm. police protection did, or anything. Okay, like that. and how did De Niro know he was there in what room? Because Nate, his friend, his Nate uh, told him or whatever. Nate told him at the hotel he was oh, at John when he walked okay. into the hotel. He called up yep, as Boyd's like character. room service and said they fucked up his order. Oh, okay, and then he that. got the room number. Oh, okay, that's how. He and got then the he changed number, his suit so. coat and he was a complete different person. So it's like, were uh, you even watching this movie, it's like Brandon? Hitman. It's oh like my god! Right, it's three hours long. I might have missed something. Uh so Wayne Grow looks through the peephole and he knows that it's De Niro. Well, he had his so, back turned. But he knew it was him. Did he? I don't right? think, I don't under, think he did know. He started no, it under the deadbolt. And that's yeah. when he heard the deadbolt turn around and kicked it into his face, basically. Yeah, I don't think Wayne Grove did know it was him. But that was another thing I was thinking because of like, wouldn't he recognize his voice? But that's a, just another like he tried, movie. Dude, he has he such tried a distinct fucking it, look. Though. Dude, if you... Yeah, it was his hair. and Yeah, it's just like, how do you not know? And it's weird. He's got his back to your fucking, like, he's hiding it. Like, you're, what kind of criminal are you? So, I don't know. I thought that was plot armor. That reminded me of that. But Well, that and uh, yeah. when they're escaping, when he he ditches Edie and just walks away and Pacino's chasing him. Pacino just, like, doesn't even show a badge or anything. and just takes the cop's shotgun and just goes chasing after him. But... I thought that was like funny too. he yeah. he can't find him, uh, but yeah. then like it just jump cuts to oh all of a sudden De Niro's at the airport and oh all of a sudden Pacino's right behind him and like like how do you know where he is? Uh, how do you know that he's going to the airport? How do you know he's not running? It is like it was just a weird like how how is he following him whatsoever? That. Yeah, yeah, he can't like he was hiding behind those like red and white buildings or whatever, but like. How is Pacino so sure that he's right there where like he doesn't know where he is, but then he sees the shadow of the plane taking off. Yeah. Yeah. The light. Yeah. That was a, it was a cool looking scene for sure. Yeah. Slow motion shots of two dudes like looking around with their guns for like five minutes. 
just straight. I'm like, yeah, all right, this is getting a little. But yeah, the shots were very nice. I like that. The camera work is really good. Uh, the the lens that they used, getting really intimate with people. Um, I was really impressed with the camera work for sure. The action scenes were shot really well. There was even like right before when he killed Wayne Grow in that room, he uh, <laughs> there's like a point of view shot. And it was like when he kind of grabs him and he like kind of runs at him at the yes, the I noticed that I was like, too. Oh, that, that was, was random out of nowhere. That's but yeah, no, I thought that was really cool. Um, the directing, the editing mm-hmm. was in tune. It's definitely a lot of yeah, a lot of cool cuts like uh, during the action scenes. Or there's some good um, just like still shots even of like when Wayne grows dead on the dead on the bed and they have a good shot there. There's a couple good stills throughout the movie that they used, which I thought was very nice. But you could see that like a lot of the budget went into like a lot of the action scenes and uh, yes, probably probably paying a lot of paying a lot of the actors. Yes, oh, <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of them. Holy shit. Well, I don't know. Who are you paying? Who are you paying for? Al Pacino, De Niro, Val Kilmer, John Voight. But Tom Sizemore is new-ish, right? Um, Ashley yeah, Judd. Ashley Judd was probably new, pretty new-ish. big. Ish. Was she big at that time? I mean, four big she? names yeah. right there. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's just that like this movie just is one of those rare ones where like they got a lot of people in there, but nobody knew, you know, some of these people. Oh, real quick, Henry Rollins' character. What happened to that guy? The uh, cops got the him, cops, right? Pacino showed up at Pacino his house and threw made him, him through talk. a window. <laughs> but he doesn't Which, die, right? Yeah, that was a funny he scene. just gets arrested or something? No, yeah. he was just he just got arrested or whatever at the what end. What was that guy's Van job? Was he like a muscle down. guy? What was his job? It's like his it's like Van the body, bodyguard, bodyguard for Van Zant. Yeah, basically. Yep. Okay, he doesn't I thought talk, he was going to show up really. at the deal. That's what I thought. No. I thought more of that character, but he's just he all of his actions are performed off screen i feel like he just stands around and looks and just walks in here take this phone number now walk away now just stand here not at me like i feel like unless he he was early in acting and he uh just couldn't act much so they didn't give him many lines i have no idea but it was weird he was young i think it was so used to see one of his few roles. gray hair okay yeah it was uh, everybody was i don't know it's crazy seeing like pacino and de niro that young too because yeah, yeah I mean, right it was 20 something friggin' years ago. So, but even like Hank Azaria, like when I saw him, I kept like, I hear like Simpsons voices in Simpsons, my head now yeah. when I just see it. <laughs> I see his face and I hear Simpson voices. It's funny. This movie is almost as old as I am. It came out one year <laughs> after I was born. Oh, yeah. You know, for 90, yeah. for 95, though, you got to think of, I don't know, stuff that was coming out then. And like this, this is pretty, pretty huge. Like it mm-hmm. cost 60 million to make and made up almost 190 million so it certainly did its job but yeah i enjoyed it uh, it had its up it had its ups and downs it had some suspension of disbelief a little bit here and there i mean but it was a it was a heist movie like it was a little bit cliche about you know how it ended and some of the stuff that happened in it but i mean, it was a solid flick Sure. I think uh, it's fair to say that I probably enjoyed it the most out of all of us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So glad you filled your hole with this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely. Glad, <laughs> I'm, I always like filling my holes, but I, yeah, I'm I'm glad I watched this one. I think when it comes to heist, I'm more on like the Ocean's Eleven approach or like Mission Impossible stuff or something like that. I think like that's, more fun. Uh, I think so. Maybe that's my problem. I think this was 
not a heist to me. Like I said, it was more character drama. Like, yeah. Um, hey, you I, def- see... I got to watch. No, go ahead. I got to watch more Pacino movies. Like that, those are major holes in my oh, uh, Raging movie Ball. Knowledge. I got. I haven't see. seen. I haven't seen many. I haven't Pacino and De Niro. Yeah, I haven't so, seen many of those. Just think what a cooler movie Ocean's Eleven would have been, though, if like something goes wrong and they're running out of the casino, just like gunning cops down and like running through Las Vegas, just shooting shit up. Like that would have been a little different movie, right there. For think about heist movies. What else? What else is in the conversation for like best heist movies? Because I can't really think of any other ones. Um, there's. Let's see what uh, Google says here, real quick. So, well, I when I think of heist movies, there's a really good one with the uh, when Denzel Washington. Uh, yeah, Dave, you looking that up? Heist movies. Uh, yeah, I mean they've <laughs> they've got some Fast and the Furious movies in here. Uh, oh boy, Swordfish. I mean, they have Ant Man as a heist movie. Now you see me. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Den of thieves. Now you see me. Thieves. What about uh, like, um, is Snatch a heist movie technically? I guess. Oceans movies. Inside Man was really good. Do you guys ever see that? Uh, no. Nope. Denzel Washington. Oh. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. See, is that's heist that's all the way. I have to watch. Oh, we well, need that's to fill your hole with some Reservoir Dogs. No, yeah, I need to fill my that's hole. That's a fucking that good one. That is a goodie. And that one's heisty in the same vein of, uh, was this one with like, I don't know, some some of the violence that I guess Tarantino is known for as well. But it's gonna say, told from, Tarantino the, movie. from a Tarantino perspective where it's, you know, a little more, uh, I don't know, a little more dialogue heavy rather than mm-hmm. action heavy. But uh, that one is a fantastic heist movie. So Point Break is a... Is a heist movie. See, that's another one I gotta watch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you do. I've heard really good things about it. I mean, it's fucking 90s, you know, like Keanu, early Keanu Reeves acting, uh, Patrick Swayze. I don't know. Maybe. I'd rather watch Reservoir Dogs, a it's movie that aged wor- well, very well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, both of you, those. I mean, who, we know, when you know the director of the movie, it's a good movie. That's my rule, right? I didn't. I don't know. I've. I've. I, I usually know the name of the director. I don't know who directed Point Break. I'm gonna click on it, and it's gonna tell me who. Who directed this movie? Never heard of it, or never heard of him. Let me see. Never heard of him. It's directed by Catherine Bigelow. Now maybe she's a good director. Oh, but yeah, she did like zero the Hurt Locker. Zero. Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. She's yeah. a she's a Grammy or a Grammy <laughs> Oscar winning director. She sings really well okay, too. Well, hey, maybe maybe it is a good movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, see. I don't know. I I look back at that movie. It was a kind of like absurd '90s, like surfing and <laughs> fucking surfing, man, like all that shit. You know, like it's just I don't know. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers have like a scene in there. And <laughs> Do they really? <laughs> oh, that's oh. a yeah. The attention. beach scene. Yeah, dude. They're like. Yeah, well, whatever. Put it on the list, I guess. But Reservoir <laughs> Dogs uh, is a fantastic movie. Yeah, we should we should get that onto the schedule yep. at some point. All right. Well, we're rambling on. So real quick, wh- where would you put this movie? I think it's overrated, but it's good. It's good. I can see it setting the standard of like what a heist movie is, especially in the '90s. But other than that, like, meh. Like I could have done it without seeing it. I'm never gonna quote it. Oh, I'm gonna. I know I don't quote it, but 
Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a solid heist movie. I I don't know if I'm gonna, like you said, I'm gonna know if I'm gonna be thinking about it. You know, next week or whatever. But, uh, I thought it was a solid one. It definitely had its low points. Definitely has some, you know, plot holes in it. But on the whole, I thought it was, it was awesome. Just for at least those the first the first robbery and the bank sequence are just worth seeing but everything in between is just kind of building mm-hmm. up the characters to get to those points and then you know gets to the tipping point and shit hits the fan so it's uh it's an intense one but eh, not the not the greatest movie i've ever seen but it's good right. yeah like i said i was definitely hotter on it than you guys were um i think i enjoyed it a lot um and taking it as more of a you know, analyzing the characters and everything than a straight up heist movie, even though the action sequences were really good. Um, but yeah, it kind of just makes me want to watch some more Pacino and De Niro. So maybe I'll uh, go do that after this. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. You'll have to report on, on that. I like my side missions are catching up on the Alfred Hitchcock movies. Side I mean, missions. the Godfather, like I have not never seen any of the Godfather movie. Well, I watched a little bit of one a while ago and got bored, but I think that was just because I was a dumb teenager. So I think I would want to go back to those. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got on heat. Failing the heat. Okay, I think I think yeah, I think I think we can extinguish this conversation <laughs> and. Uh... Oh, that <laughs> um, was good. That was, yeah. that was rich right there. I liked it. Uh, yeah, and then we'll we'll take a break, and then we'll go and do a round of you don't know actors, and I'll host this one. So let's take a break. Okay, break time is over, but game time has just begun. We're going to play a round of You Don't Know... What's it called? You Don't Know Actors. You Don't Know (laughs) Actors. The amazing name I came up with for this game. Yes. um, I'm going to be hosting this one, but it follows the same rules that we have uh, for... uh, God, name that game. Name that game. (laughs) Yeah, so basically, I just read some facts about something, and then you guys just say your name. The first one that does it gets to take a shot at kind of guessing what the thing is. So so this game is a movie, and uh, you guys are going to – I'm going to read off the, the cast, and then you have to guess what movie I'm talking about. Like, this, these actors are going to be in this movie. I'm doing a horrible job explaining this. I, th- I think you've had too much to drink, Brandon. I don't think I drank enough. I, honestly, I I have, I don't know if it's coming through with this recording, but I have congestion galore going on up here, man. Yesterday it hit me, then I had a stomach bug the other day. Nobody needs to know this stuff, but man, it's been sick socks. I'm over it. But I will brave through this podcast because there's it's not that hard, and all you got to do is talk. So, uh, But I do have the, uh, the movies ready to go. Are you guys ready to play this game? Yeah. Let's do it. Ready to keep my winning streak going. Yeah, what are you, you going to say? No. <laughs> yeah. That no, I don't want to. I need a break. <laughs> I'm scared. 
Okay, so for the first movie, I'm going to start us off with Bill Murray. Dave. Uh, Groundhog Day. Incorrect. Hmm. Eric. Caddyshack. Just, just throw <laughs> out one. Incorrect. Okay. Okay. See, he was in a, that, right? It's whittling it down. Yes. Uh, okay. whittling, whittling down our choices so we uh, can make more educated guesses as we go. Um, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Why hmm. do I know her name? Can you give us... Can you, who is that? I don't know. She's very <laughs> I pretty. I don't know. I've seen her it's, oh, in stuff, I think. Familiar. Hmm. Want another one? Hmm. Yeah, yeah I can't. I'll I take another. I don't have anything. All right. Abigail Breslin. Oh, my God. I feel like I what know. What do I know her from? What's her face Eric. look like? Eric. Eric. Oh. Zombieland. Wow, dude. Nice. Come I was like, yeah, I was like, Emma Stone's coming next. Because, like, once I say Jesse Eisenberg or Woody Harrelson, I think. Yes, I, yep, Abigail, I, I connected those. Who, I knew it had to be she? recent. Is that, like, Omaha? She's, or she's, she's the, the little, little sister. The little sister, yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Nice. Good job. Okay. Okay. That's a good call. All right, this is the fun one. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay, ready? <laughs> this yep. will be fun. Fire, fire away. Sally Field. Sally Field. Sorry, not Sally Field. Sally Field. Eric. Go for it. Forrest Gump. Are you serious? It is Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes. You know what's uh, funny? I was thinking about picking that one last week, um, but I didn't. Oh, so I, okay. Oh, man. And my I wind love streak Forrest is... Gump's one of my uh, favorite movies, so I, I always have that on the brain. God damn it. All right. You're good. Son of a bitch. Ready? Nope. <laughs> Ted Dan- Ted Danson. Mm. Ooh, uh, I have a guess. Dave. Three men and a baby. I was gonna guess that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I forgot about that. I I, I, I want to see that movie again, but no, it is not that. So no. Uh, okay. That's a shame. That's a good movie. That's the Eric, first one I, I think, thought of with Ted Danson. I think. Danson. I don't know. I don't have you a guess. That was, no? okay. that was that was that was gonna be my guess. Okay. Paul Giamatti. Ooh, Giamatti. Uh, There's a lot of Giamatti well, movies. Well, Paul, and I know Ted. I don't know what they've been in together though. I can't can't piece together that part of my brain. Have some more beer. Maybe that'll help. Alright, ready? Mm. Vin Diesel. Eric? Okay. I should have just guessed at this one first. Fuck. The pacifier? (laughs) (laughs) You remember that one? That movie. Uh, Oh my god. Yeah, I watched that as a kid. I remember liking that movie. I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess one. I'm gonna say Go for it. I'm gonna take the low hanging fruit and guess Fast and the Furious. Incorrect. No, I didn't think so. I think the other two were in there. Jeremy Davies. Fuck is that? He's in the movie. Oh, (laughs) he's in the movie. Uh, Oh no. Hmm. Dave. This is not ringing a bell. 
think this is wrong. I know Vin Diesel is in here, but I don't know about everybody else, but I'm going to say Guardians of the Galaxy. I was thinking that. Oh, good one. No, it's not. No, I didn't think so. I was going to say, I didn't think Ted Danson. No. Or, or unless Giamatti it was like some, was unless it was some like weird side character. I don't know. Maybe they were like, mm-hmm. just like one tiny little scene or a voiceover somewhere. Giovanni. Oh, how do you say his last name? Rabisi? 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 Rabisi. Rabisi. R-I-B-I-S-I. He's from this movie. He's actually been in a lot of things. Such as? Can't tell you. I feel like, well, because I can't remember. Uh, he's, no, what he's would been I know in, him um, as? Ah, oh, God. I don't know. I have to like click on this guy to see what he's been in for you to know. He, he was in Boiler Room, Avatar, Sky Captain, The World of Tomorrow, Flight of the Phoenix. Um, no, nothing. Nothing. He's in the show Sneaky Pete. Nope. Hmm. Nope. Okay. All right. All right. Adam. All right. Maybe. All right. Let me. Let me hit like a bigger name. Maybe. Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Okay. The only thing I know him from is Heat. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen his face in like tons of stuff, but I can't put one and two together there. Ted Danson and Paul, like they're all seems like a tough all one. Yeah. Things that I should know. All Have right, I ready? seen this Can movie, I give you Brandon? Another? Oh boy. I pick movies that I know you guys have seen. Uh, okay. Ready? Here comes the next name. Ready? Ready. Matt Damon. Yes, there's a movie that has Paul Giamatti, Ted Danson, Tom Sizemore, Eric. Matt Damon in it. All right, let's hear it. The Born Identity? I don't fucking know. <laughs> nope. Uh, what the hell is this movie? Matt Damon, huh? Matt Damon. Not... Hmm. Vin Diesel in it too. Like this is Vin a... Diesel. I forgot about that. This is, a, this is a stellar cast. We should be writing these down, Eric. Come on. What the fuck is Matt Damon and Matt Damon and Vin Diesel? What the fuck were they in together? <laughs> Dude, right? Ready? Ready? I'm gonna add another one. Ready? <laughs> one of the biggest names in Hollywood, Sir Tom Hanks. What is this movie? <laughs> Uh, fuck. What the fuck? It's this makes me Dave? think it's like one 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 of those parody movies. Go is ahead, it, Dave. I'm guessing maybe they're voice actors. Is it Toy Story two? Incorrect. Well, I don't think so. Maybe as maybe you're getting a little froggy with that one last time. Hold on, let me Tom let me Hanks. think about this. I got time to think it out. Tom Hanks, Matt, Matt Damon, Damon Vin yeah, Diesel, Tom Sizemore, Vin oh. Diesel. Ted Danson, Paul Giamatti. What I'm gonna be kicking myself movie? when I hear this name. This mo- makes me think it's like that, like movie Forty Two or like Meet the Spartans, some one of those dumb parody movies. But it's not <laughs> Meet the Spartans. Yep. And then the other guys that I named, you would like, oh, okay, that's that guy's name. But you would, you. This is one of those movies where, yeah, it's got a lot of actors in it. Um, um was it a good movie? It's an amazing movie. I guarantee you. I was gonna say it's got to be a good times. movie. It's got. It's got all these Why guys. Why can I not think of what the fuck this movie is? It's another your second Tom Hanks movie too that you're dipping into here. I was gonna say, yeah, got Forrest Gump on the on the brain. I don't know. 
I have no no guesses. Okay, I have to go into my mind palace and just think of all Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> mind palace. Oh. Tom Hanks, Matt Damon are all in a movie Tom... together. It's not With the Tom It's not the Money Pit. It's not big. Like, because everybody's too young for to be in all this crap. Can I can I tell you who directed it? Sure, please. Spielberg. I feel like we should have gotten this by now. Uh, this is, this is I do feel embarrassed right now. I, I uh, cannot think of a damn movie that has Tom Hanks and Vin Diesel in it. That doesn't make sense to my brain. All right, so I, I was being cute with it because Vin Diesel's in this movie, but it's like one of his first movies. <laughs> it's not the pacifier. <laughs> not the pacifier. <laughs> he's not like, he's like one of the main characters, but he's not one like of the main characters. I feel like anybody so listening like to this has to be screaming at their ensemble. phone right now. Just Probably with this one, yeah. Once they said Spielberg, Tom Hanks, they probably like, well, it's that. You, uh, you already did Forrest Gump. All right. Well, you guys didn't get this one. Hold on. Hold on. Hold one. on. I I need to think some more. Well, I don't know if people want. Yeah, to I, know. Uh, I know. That's a tough one. All right. All right. Dave is losing zero to two. All right. I'm going to do another movie. Dave. Okay. Are you going to tell us who right. what, what this movie I was? That first? last one because I. I I might go back to it just because it, we, who knows, we might have to pull uh, it out. That's what she said. Okay. All right. Ready. We get a fresh, fresh piece of paper here. <laughs> oh boy! Good. Okay. Man, I am. Just, I feel shame now. All right, ready? I can't. I just. I'm drawing a blank. Kate Blanchett. Dave. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if I'm right here. Damn it. Um. I don't know. Titanic popped in my head. I don't even know if she's in that. That's not. No. Fuck me. It's not it. Fuck me. God damn it. <sighs> Nothing over here. Ian Holm. Eric. I don't know. Lord Pat- of the Rings. <laughs> it is Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship. Oh, come on. That was a low yes. one. Lame. All right. Eric wins. What was that other movie? All right. Ready? The movie. That was we could do the last one. Let's do the last one though. The too. movie that you couldn't figure out because you have one Spielberg more right? made with fucking Tom Hanks and Matt Damon and Vin Diesel, baby, was Saving Private Ryan. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I've never seen oh, that. Really, so. dude? I don't care. That's like he's I, on the face of it. He's everybody know. Like, I haven't I seen that in a long even, time. But yeah. the Matt Damon, Tom Hanks should have given. I that didn't even right think away. of that. But I get that when you got the first two in a row, I was like, "This is one." I know Dave has like seen many times. And Eric's probably seen casually, but I was like, "I've only." It's seen a big ass movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's like one of those movies where like you never saw it, but you See? know who's. I've in only it. seen it once, and Dave, maybe, seen like maybe a other, long time ago. Seen like every other yeah. Tom Hanks movie. Oh, I love Saving Private Ryan. I've seen probably I, like ten times. Shaving okay. Ryan's Privates. That's I gotta watch that one. Uh, <laughs> so the one that we, if we needed to do another, it was gonna be this one. Ready? All right. Give me, All right. give me a. Let's do it. All right. Redemption. <laughs> How do I have fun with this one? Uh, All right, Edward Norton. Eric, <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. Wrong. <laughs> 
I am an Edward Norton fan. Uh, what is something that Brandon would pick out to put an Edward Norton movie in? I don't know. Something that we both would have seen too. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh. <laughs> Meatloaf. <laughs> oh, Dave. Ooh. Fight Club. Ah, uh, Dave, I was going to go with this one as well uh, for you, but I was like, eh, I love, it'll be more fun. I love Fight Club. I, almost, movie. I almost picked Fight Club last week, too. It's crazy. Oh, really? <laughs> I like mm-hmm. that one. That's a good one. The, so, real real quick, and con- congrats, Eric. His name is Robert Paulson. I didn't know if you had guys seen that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I won. Thank you. Space Camp. Here I come. The uh, the the tricky thing is, is like when you pick a movie that's part of a series, you're like, oh, I'll pick like Spider Man, or I'll pick, but it's or X Men. It's just like, well, which one? And then you know, so it's it's hard right. because like you exactly. said, Lord of the Rings. I should have said, you know, which one? Like maybe like I don't know, but it's hard to pick a, a pocket. Fellowship would probably be the easy one. Yeah, I usually just pick the first one in the series at that point, but. But uh, yeah, right. Eric, man, you were on fire! Holy crap! Yeah, this the Sally Fields Forrest Gump one kind of, kind of crushed it, crushed <laughs> my hopes and dreams right there. Yeah, you got the most. The most you got on them was three, three people for Zombieland, one for Forrest Gump, and two for Lord of the Rings. So that's quite impressive there. Damn, crushed me like a grape. I was gonna say it. Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump is like one of the only Sally Field <laughs> movies I know. So. I feel bad. I haven't seen, I've only yeah, seen that's, yeah. Saving Private Ryan once, and that was probably like, I don't know, 15 years ago or whatever it came out. So not not top of mind for yeah. me. Field was the mob of Superman. Yeah, I guess, technically. All right, well, that's it. Eric, let's go to the social side of things. What's going on over there? Just tweeting shit out? Yeah. Um, follow us uh, at Nomads of Fantasy if you want to stay up to date on our latest episodes. We usually post um, a tweet, you know, saying what our na- uh, next episode is going to be. In case you want to follow along, um, I don't know. I kind of want to start posting some other fun stuff like polls and questions and just some more uh, engagement type stuff. But um, follow us at twitch.tv slash Nomads of Fantasy. Probably hopefully do some more streaming over there. Um, eventually I want to put together a live episode one day, but someday. Oh, okay. But, but that hey, would be holiday fun. season to be a fun time to do something like that. Yeah. I mean, we're really rolling right now. Uh, you know, even though this is a new show at the time of this recording, you know, we're only getting a couple dozen like dedicated listens, but that's been growing a lot over the last month, which was like way lower than that. Um, so definitely appreciate the people who have been following us along, but, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. The last much. few episodes have been definitely kind of doubling our numbers, which is good. So I think we're going to be kind of, well, we want to go into October with a set schedule. So we might even like list that out. So, but if anybody does want to, you know, suggest anything or vote, we might put a poll out, right, Eric, maybe like, yeah, we could do that. I don't know if you want to do something like that. If people want to get involved, just, you know, all you got to do is just reach out and we're more than willing uh, before, you know, we get ahead of ourselves with our schedules, but a live episode, guest episodes or guest appearances from other people on the show. There's a lot of things in store. Um, This whole summer, we've been just kind of figuring out 
what the format is and what our style is and all that stuff. So, but I think we're doing pretty good now. Uh, I love picking these holes though. <laughs> like heat, while I wasn't like that into it, it is cool to just be checking yeah. things off. And I hope people are doing that with Dude, us. Dude, yeah. You know, like, I have my I have my list on my phone, and we've already watched like three, four movies from my list for this podcast, and feels good to just get okay. it off the list. Yeah, like Akira was in there. That was a, that was a great surprise for me because like, that was on you know, Die Hard. Die Hard was, on was my nowhere list, on my radar. So. Oh, it was on your list. That's right. So just shit like that. Yep, Die yeah. Hard. Yeah, Akira, now you've got the mega. Yeah. Yep, it's been fun. Yeah, so it's fun. It's it's fun doing this. Uh, I do like got, coming up with the ideas and uh, all that stuff. So it's been fun. So following along and you like this, totally uh, spread the word, spread the love uh engage we're definitely down and i know these guys like to do twitch dave's on reddit um eric's on uh twitter so there's ways to get a hold of us um i'm too busy <laughs> editing the show to do much of the <laughs> social so I, l- I leave that to you guys but um is there anything that, dave that facebook you group up about? And i know i i mean they created it but just google it or facebook search <laughs> it and you'll find it i don't know i'm, I'm sorry i'm <laughs> I don't know if, if I'm going to be doing much with it. I, I do want a community. I really just want people to just listen and then like engage and like maybe, I don't know, Twitter, Reddit's fine with me. Uh, we'll figure that stuff out as the show goes on, I think. But yeah, Dave, did uh, you have anything? Um, Nothing really. I'll be, uh, I'll be out next week. Uh, you guys will be filling in and uh you know play more games see what's on game pass we got a whole schedule of fall stuff coming out so excited to uh keep the train rolling yeah and then is psychonauts 2 coming to game pass or no it's yes. already yeah it's just dropped it is it mm-hmm. is right just today yep. or something like that okay all right so yeah maybe we'll talk about that um in like the next episode or so maybe within the month but okay i think we're done You guys ready to get out of here? Cool. Let's go. Yep. All right. Peace out. See ya. See ya.